Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KRC, the talk station. 7.30, 55KRC, the talk station. Happy Friday Eve. One hour from now, I heard me the aviation expert, Jay Ratliff. Top of the hour, Senator George Lang on answering the questions from my friends in Butler and Claremont counties. Why in the hell are property taxes so crazy? And right now, welcome back. What has become a regular uh, feature on the 55 KRC Morning Show, which I absolutely welcome. Good to hear back from you, Donovan O'Neill from Americans for Prosperity's Ohio chapter. Find him online at americansforprosperity.org. Welcome back, Donovan. I hope all's well. Brian, things are great here in the Buckeye State. Happy to be on. And I know uh, I noted that on your website, again, americansforprosperity.org, that um, you recently had announced this, what is called a sustained eight-figure campaign. That's a lot of money called Prosperity is Possible. Why did you launch it? What's the point of it? And let's get into the details of what people are going to learn and then uh, when we're going to be able to learn about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, so, you know, some of your listeners may have heard the news that that President Biden, a lot of the Biden administration are going to be going out touting their Bidenomics uh, campaign uh, <laughs> for uh, for our, the future of our country and our economy. Uh, this isn't exclusively why we did it, but but while they're out there touting Bidenomics, which, by the way, is bad economics, uh, we're out yeah. there touting how prosperity is possible if we get government out of the way. And so we've got an RV wrapped. We're going to be kicking this thing off. Uh, next week in uh, in Cleveland, we've had a couple of smaller events, but we're going to be using the summer months into the fall, really getting out there and talking to folks crisscrossing the country about what they believe needs to happen. Rather than having someone from Washington come and tell them what what's what's happening to them, we're going to be asking people what they think it's going to take to make prosperity possible in this country once again. Well, Donovan, I, you and I are, I think, considered by most people who don't follow politics as closely. Are we're, we're weed dwellers? You know, we see this, and and I laugh when you mention Bidenomics and they're going to go out and they have been trying to sell it as something positive. I immediately think of the uh, the, the 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 war in Iraq with with Baghdad Bob. We got United States tanks rolling behind him, and he's talking about how they're kicking the United States butt. I mean, seriously. I mean, do, you, do you believe your ears or do you believe what's going on when you go grocery shopping or have to pay the energy bills? We all know what Bidenomics has done. It's driven the price of everything up. The reckless printing, print, uh, printing press running when our fiat currencies watered down every single year. It gets worse and worse. I mean, these are basic fundamental economic principles. I don't know how anybody could be sold that Bidenomics is a good thing, my friend. Well, you know, what was interesting yesterday, the first lady was in Columbus, Ohio, uh, as part of this national tour that the Biden administration is embarking on. They're at City Hall uh, with the mayor and a lot of other uh, Democratic leaders talking about Bidenomics and what Joe Biden, in her words, is doing for our economy. Meanwhile, we held what we call a Bidenomics barbecue, right? We're going to grill these ideas up and we're going to figure out if they taste good when they come out on the other side. And what I was inspired by in our, in our event that we did uh, was the number of people who came up to us you know, while you're while they're eating a barbecue sandwich uh, on their lunch break, and we asked them, we didn't even lead them here. We just said, "Hey, the president's out talking about this idea of Bidenomics, and he thinks it's good for our country. Do you think we're headed in the right direction as a country?" And I, I'm not lying to you, Brian. When I tell you, 
every single one of the several dozen folks who came through uh, that event yesterday all feel like they're we're heading in the wrong direction as a country. So while they they are touting one thing out of the White House, the reality that people see on the ground in, a, in places like Columbus is entirely different. I don't think it's just unique to central Ohio. We're going to find out as we travel the state and the country this summer. Well, I, you know, I think of the coordinated media efforts, the the lockstep movement of uh, most social media as well as mainstream media outlets, you know, selling the Biden message, whatever it happens to be. Uh, and, and I react on occasion, like, for example, with the issue of school choice. I really, truly, in my heart of hearts, firmly believe, and if I was a betting man, I'd let it all go all in, that the vast majority of people in both political parties want school choice, Right. We, it just the idea yeah. the, of sending your kid wherever you want to go, send them to the public school. You have a choice to do that. Send them someplace else. Isn't it beautiful that you get to choose? That's not a political stripe issue. The fact that our economy is not doing well, demonstrably so, inflation, energy prices, and everything else you and I can go with, that, that can't be lost by the American people. That, 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 that It's an issue that transcends your party affiliation. Am I better off now? If the answer is no, then... Pursuing the same policies is going to make you worse off, right? It seems like a, such a simple concept. Well, absolutely. And and I, I think a lot – while I think Biden has taken him to a, another degree with his Bidenomics approach, uh, this isn't a unique situation that we're in. We're really in a place where we need to turn the page on the last several decades of how we've just allowed government to creep more and more incrementally into our lives and sort of retake um, the the – you know, reinvigorate our country with the principles that that it was founded upon, right? Of freedom and liberty, of individual uh, opportunity, and working and, and empowering individuals to solve some of the challenges that they see in their communities and in this country. I think when we do that, rather than expecting some bureaucrat out of Washington to solve those problems for us, we're going to be in a better place. Um, the bright side here, Brian, and what I love about when we do these tours, we get out there and we kind of get outside of our our circles of activists and communities of volunteers, and we start talking to other people about these issues is they are aware of them. Uh, they're unsure on how to take action on them. And that's what go. makes our organization so great is we put a megaphone to those voices and give them a voice. All right. And you anticipated where I want to go. When we come back Donovan O'Neill, president of the uh, uh, Americans for Prosperity Ohio chapter, which is what specific solutions are you going to be offering? It's one thing to identify the elephant in the room, which is seemingly a deteriorating economy under the Biden administration, but it's another to offer solutions that people can grasp and take back to their friends and family and explain. Let's talk a little bit more. RC, the talk station. 741, 55 care CD talk station. A very happy Thursday to you. Brian Thomas, always happy to talk to Donovan and Neil Americans for Prosperity's Ohio chapter. And we're talking now about the Prosperity is Possible tour. They're going around multiple different states, including Ohio, but also battleground states, Wisconsin, uh, Montana, Nevada, Arizona, West Virginia and Pennsylvania, spreading the message about something that is an alternative to what we're calling Bidenomics. Um, and the, I guess the larger question is, how? My response, and I know the boiled down, Donovan, is we'll get the government out of our lives. You know, the more government, the more expensive it is, the more regulations, the more rules, the more costly. That's easy. But how do you sell that conceptually? And what are the mechanisms to bring about that reality that we can all explain uh, to non-weed dwellers and sell it as a possibility? Donovan? Yeah, well, we've got a couple of different solutions. Some of those have been introduced and actually passed out of Congress. Legislation like H.R. 1, a Lower Energy Costs Act, uh, would get some of that regulation and permitting processes 
cleaned up in, uh, in, the, in the federal government to make it easier to get uh, not only energy independence, uh, but energy excellence here in this country, where we're going to be able to act, not only meet our energy needs, but also be able to export and, and be a provider of energy to the world. Uh, but unfortunately, right, while it passed out of the House in a bipartisan manner, it's something that the, the Senate refuses to bring up for debate, and the president has indicated he would veto. Uh, yeah. Because it would, what it would do is another, another challenge or solution we need to get to is sort of uh, re, uh, reinvigorating sort of the, the, the constitutional responsibilities between each uh, aspect of government, right? We learn about it in first or second grade civics class. Congress passes the laws, the executive executes them. And right now we've got an administration that is is using its executive authority in an overreaching manner. We need to get back to the folks who we've democratically elected congressmen, women, right, who go to Washington to represent us in charge of making some of these policy decisions and the executive focusing on its job, which is to execute those as instructed by by the legislature. Well, the foil to your proposals regarding energy, like that particular piece of legislation, from the left is always, well, you're going to kill the planet. It, you know, green, green, green. This this nonsense about carbon capture and reducing carbon output and everything is really the biggest problem I think we face because it really exacerbates an already existing problem. Our infrastructure, electric infrastructure, which more and more is being taxed and obviously having to rely on solar and wind, that which are unreliable, is not solving our energy needs. The response should be all things on the table. But the immediate time you talk about that or reducing regulations, which the environmentalists pull their hair out of, like, you want to kill a turtle or whatever, um, you, you, you get this roadblock so what will absolutely work and all the above strategy is met with you know this metaphorical middle finger like no because you're going to kill the planet and you're going to ruin the environment and that is where the discussion tends to end well yeah because i think it it, because it comes from people who who again believe they know better than than others how to steer and drive our economy and our 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 energy future uh instead of having sort of this common sense where i think you know i just i'd say 80 percent most americans are at which is and all of the above approach that gets government out of the way, keeps our energy bills low, and enables us to be, um, be a, a energy-producing, uh, energy-independent uh, nation. But it's not just energy, Brian. We've also got a spe- we've got that spending problem uh-huh. in too, right? So really, you know, some one of the one of the other proposals, you know, in the first two years of the Biden administration, and these again, this isn't something unique to President Biden. This is, I think, a a a, a deep-seated problem in Washington yes. that needs to be addressed. But just in the first two years. Four point eight trillion in new spending, and how and, and you're going to pay for it with four point seven trillion in taxes. One, it doesn't even cover the amount of the tax increases don't even cover the amount of spending that they're doing out there. But two, those tax increases of that scale would take an already fragile economy and just grind it to a halt, and, right? And and really put a chilling effect on people. And so we really need to get to a lot of the solution. I think comes from there's good policy, but it comes from changing the culture in Washington. And really elevating the voices and taking a good critical look at the folks we're sending there, uh, and uh, and just doing better. We need to do better with that, and well, giving, giving people a voice is the first step. The quiet part that's never said out loud, which I'm happy to say out loud, and I have before the taxes that they levy on us. The, I'm thinking the the left wing, you know, higher taxes, you know, pay your fair share. All of that, as you alluded to a moment ago takes money out of the active economy. It slows things down. You just mentioned it has an impact of of collapsing a vibrant economy because you've reduced capital availability for investment and for hiring, et cetera. 
which effectively reduces the amount of money overall that flows into government. So it's odd that the left, who demands higher taxes, ends up hurting itself and its big government ideas because the tax revenue that flows in on a high-tax situation isn't as much as they would generate and fill coffers with if they left the money with us. I mean, it's, it, it seems to me that taxation is more about limiting us or kneecapping us or making us less consumptive and productive. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, well, and, and you kind of swing back around, the pendulum swings back around to that, that green energy cronyism, right, where you're trying to steer the economy towards, towards a green energy future, which could be, could be great, right? Um, but what it does in the meantime is it pulls investment from other areas of the marketplace, other areas of our economy, to try to prop up a de- or develop a, a a energy investment that you know is is driven by political uh, policy pr- preferences rather than where the market needs to go, wants to go, and what's going to deliver the best results. No one knows better how to spend money than than the people who've earned it, and the government doesn't earn any money. They take it through taxation and they spend it on projects that they think uh, <laughs> are going to uh, of preference to them. We need to put more money back into the economy. No doubt about it. And it made me think about going back to the energy situation and picking and choosing. Biden, what, just now threw out a billion dollars for hydrogen energy, which right now is only conceptual. I mean, I know they can do it. It takes a lot of energy to break the hydrogen from the water molecules. But they're talking about green hydrogen anyway. In other words, here's a billion dollars. But in order to you uh, for you to produce hydrogen, you must get the energy source from a green program like a windmill or a, uh, a hydroelectric or a solar panel. If you don't do that, then it's not going to work and you won't be approved for any grants. Um, dude, it seems to me that the, the the absence of any discussions about nukes, we have wonderful, newly, highly advanced, smaller footprint nuclear power plants that are very, very safe, produces a, a massive amount of electricity and don't produce any carbon. Where's the conversation on that logical, more logical step? Well, sure. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree, right? But it gets back to the fact that we don't have, you know, we're, more and more government intervenes into the, the marketplace, into the economy, and, and steps into the energy conversation where, where it's, it's finding new ways to, to be involved, to regulate, or, or, or make preferences through, through tax credit or incentive-type programs. The less and less the marketplace has an opportunity to do what it does best. And, you know, Decide we're market organization, Brian. Let we, us we decide what we want and what we know what we want. We know what we need, and we're capable in a free market to make the right choices that are best for everybody, the the business owner as well as the consumer. That's what capitalism does. Well, yeah, and I think that's where you'll see, you know, energy sources like nuclear be able to rise again. But yeah. as long as we keep distorting the marketplace, uh, we're never going to get to that opportunity and really I'm going to bring the tagline in here, make prosperity possible again for, for Americans. And the answer is yes, it is possible for future generations to experience prosperity and for us to be prosperous. Now we just need to follow the uh, recommendations from Americans for prosperity. Uh, Donovan O'Neill from the Ohio chapter. God bless you for being on the program. I certainly appreciate everything that you do each and every day. And again, I'll recommend my listeners bookmark your page and learn more Americans for prosperity. Org. And, oh, look, a little donate button up there at the top. Maybe you throw a few bucks your way and keep things going. Donovan, until we get to talk again, keep up the great work. I'll look forward to our, another conversation real soon. Always a pleasure, Brian. Take care. Take care, my friend. 750-55KRC, the talk station. Speaking of energy, aha. Uh-huh. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.